Welcome to All Turns and No Breaks. This isn't an ordinary show. This is NASCAR Talk for fans, by fans. Hey, NASCAR fans, welcome back to another episode of All Turns No Breaks with the Fabulous Three. And I am talking about myself, Miss Tam, and my man, Front Row Kenny. How you guys doing? What it do, booze? What it do? Kenny, what's what up with is you? What's happening? What's good, y'all? Y'all doing all right? All right. Fantastic. I don't know. Can I just say all right? I should have said fantastic. I'm doing fantastic. <laughs> there you go. Sunday, fun day, baby. Okay, we're going to jump right into some NASCAR talk, and we're going to talk about Las Vegas. But before we do, I'm going to ask Renee, because, you know, Renee's the party party pleaser, the party guy of the three of us. Kenny, I think Kenny may party, but he's he's booed up with his girl, so you know how that is. <laughs> I do well, like Renee, the party. Renee got a girl, too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what's so funny is that I get people that ask me all the time. They're like, "Dude, what? Like, what? what when are you gonna grow up?" And I was like, "Uh, I grew up like long time ago. This is just me just living out my part of my life that I didn't get to enjoy while growing up. Because, because what people don't remember, Tam and Kenny, is that see, my son is like already in his mid twenties, and so uh, I had my son at a very young age. So I had to grow up real quick, real early. So this is just me just enjoying." That part of my life that I <laughs> that I missed. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what do they mean? Grow up? Did you tell them you got a whole yeah. grown man has a no. son? <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Okay, Renee, what did you do this weekend? I know we talked the three of us on text, and you were back on stage. You want to tell us a little bit about that, really quick, before we jump into some NASCAR talk. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, I want to share with our listeners and I want to share with you guys because uh, I, I didn't really go into detail about it with you guys. But so uh, what what we basically did is I wasn't technically back on stage performing as far as like uh, stand up, but I was on set for a filming shoot that we were doing for a pilot show that we that me and some other comedian friends of mine that have been working on for for I mean, for the last several years, we've been trying to put this thing together rewriting over and over directors in and out trying to get the the right person to film it trying to get the the right script together and it finally all came together after so many handful of years it finally all came together uh yesterday and uh we got to film our first episode pilot and we're hoping that this is something that we can kind of uh shop to a network that will hopefully pick it up the good news is is that we we have some good uh, connections that might be able to help us uh, shop it to some networks. So uh, with that being said, yesterday was just an all-day affair of just filming, and it was absolutely just amazing just to be working in the entertainment business again. Not maybe It may not have been stand-up, but just the acting and, and just being on set was just absolutely fantastic, and I, I can't wait for you guys to actually see the the, the finished product of what we filmed all day yesterday because we were literally like on set for like 12 to 13 hours. But once we get it edited and everything together, I can't wait to share it with everybody. So that that was my Saturday. And we cannot wait to see Renee. You know what, Renee? I think what I am going to do, I'm going to post a link to some of your stand-up in the podcast description. 
So there was one particular stand-up that you did that I love. I think I have the link. Maybe I'll ask you to text it to me or something. But yeah, for those who don't know, if you're new to the show, because I know we do have some new listeners because yes, we, do. we had a few new people who joined us on the Clubhouse app. And whoop, whoop. they are listening to the podcast. So shout out to Sonny. Hopefully he listens to this podcast. He's a new listener. But yeah, for those that don't know, Renee is a stand-up comic, among other things. So we are going to drop a link so you guys can check out Renee and how funny this yes, guy is do. in the podcast please description. Do. Kenny, did you want to add anything about your weekend? Or, you know, I know your girlfriend's in the other room, so maybe you can't talk. Or, <laughs> you know, what, what you got? You got something to say? Oh. Uh. I will say, just to add on to what you said about the Clubhouse deal, that was fun. I actually, I'm not necessarily completely addicted to Clubhouse just yet, but I have a lot of fun. Every single time I've been on, um, especially with you guys when we talk NASCAR, real great time, like real, real fun time. I guess it's a more chill version, or as Tam tells me a lot and other people say the same, I'm more laid back (laughs) than probably either Renee or Tam, just a general but when you catch me on Clubhouse, you are definitely going to catch a, not c- completely, but a way more laid back front row Kenny than anything. Cause this, it's just chill. Like, you know, we just talking. We just, we're just sitting there talking about whatever, racing or whatever it comes into the topic and we just have a good time. So I enjoy it. <laughs> and I hope we do more of those cause that's fun. Okay. So two things to what Kenny said. One, did you guys notice how he did not? acknowledge what I said about his girlfriend. That's the first thing, listeners. I hope you peep that. (laughs) Second thing is Clubhouse. (laughs) If you have an iPhone, download the Clubhouse app and look for us, the name of our club, because we are official. We have a club. It is called NASCAR Talk, period. I think there's another NASCAR Talk, but They're not all turns, no breaks, NASCAR talk. So that's the one you want to look for. Look for our black and white tire logo. It's not an actual tire. It's a tire mark logo. So it's NASCAR talk with a period. And you will see myself, Kenny, and a few other NASCAR employees and NASCAR, as we call them, industry insiders that are actually members of the club give us a follow. We will have clubs, I guess, once a week. We haven't pinpointed the day that we're going to talk, but we're going to talk once a week. So my girlfriend is doing well, by the way, since you mentioned that she's doing well. (laughs) Hey, girlfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Will you tell her we said hi? I will do exactly that. (laughs) Okay. And Renee, tell Brooke we said hey. Oh, I certainly will. She's right here, and I'm going to tell her hello. Okay. <laughs> she know she knows to be quiet, so she's just waving. By the way, tell her I send virtual hugs. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like I the moment that you called and and uh, we were getting ready to record, I was like, you know what? I go, you don't have to be in the room to hear this. She's like, no, I'm fine. But I was like, okay, well, you just got to be quiet. And she's like, okay. <laughs> See, see, Tam loves calling me and you out. You notice that, like, it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> At I, least once you know an what, episode. Kenny, I'm glad you said that, Kenny. I'm glad you said that. That is correct. 
I can't wait till Tam starts dating somebody on a regular basis because I'm sure going to let her have it. Talk to the <laughs> pandemic. Right now, I guess my boyfriend is the pandemic. Who knows? <laughs> it's a strange year. It's been a strange couple of years. You, you, yeah, you can say that again. Okay, so we are jumping into some NASCAR talk. We are going to talk Las Vegas Motor Speedway. It was the Pennzoil 400 presented by Jiffy Lube, if I'm not mistaken. Kenny, are there Jiffy Lubes in Charlotte? Yes, I actually live nearby one. Okay. I don't see them often, honestly. I don't really see them that often. Yeah, that's why I asked. Don't see them that often. Before we jump into Las Vegas, shout out to LeBron James, who just dunked in the All-Star game but has yet to ever and will never be in the dunk contest. Just wanted to add that. Okay. (laughs) Oh, and one other thing. For anybody who likes basketball, shout out to the Barnes brothers. The twins, Isaiah and Carter, are Matt Barnes' twin sons. They have a podcast. They are 13, I believe. They may be 12, but I want to say they're 13. They have a podcast that is on point. It is going to rival most adult podcasts because those two, they're identical twins, but you can tell them apart. Isaiah is something else and Carter is is sweet. But Isaiah, you can tell is a trip. But yeah, shout out to that podcast. Them youngins are funny. (laughs) They are funny. They are like grown men, low key. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you know, they, they, okay, just listen. I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. Okay. Just do it, y'all. I promise you. You'll be be happy. (laughs) Yes. So Las Vegas, top 10. Kyle Larson won the race. Brad Kozlowski came in second. Kyle Busch came in third. Denny Hamlin, fourth. Ryan Blaney, fifth. Martin Truex Jr., sixth. Christopher Bell, seventh. William Byron, as in Willie B, came in eighth. Joy Logano, a lot of people were hoping maybe that Joy Logano won because Pennzoil is his sponsor, but it didn't work out that way. Yeah, Eric Jones. And you know, I almost, I almost picked Joy Logano when we did our predictions last week. I almost picked Joy Logano. Yeah, I think everybody thought the Penske guys were going to run well, and Brad didn't let them down. He came in second. Yeah, exactly. Brad came in second. Yeah. they. I think they, before today, I believe they've won the last two spring races. And I think it was Joey and Kez who did it. So, yeah, I don't think they were bad picks. They, they weren't bad picks at all, but it just didn't work out. Eric Jones came in 10th. And that's a lot. That's great for him because, as we know, he's not in top-tier equipment and he's at Richard Petty Racing. So a top 10 finish, to me, just goes to show he can drive because he will that equipment to a top 10 finish. Shout out to Eric. Notables. I'm not quite sure who's a notable. Michael McDowell came in 17th. I don't know if that's notable. Kurt Busch came in 19th. That's notable because I would have expected more from him at his home track. Kevin Harvick, also a notable, he came in 20th. And Alex Bowman is a notable because I was a little disappointed that he came in 27th. And let me just kind of backtrack just a bit. 
there were only 14 drivers that actually finished on the lead lap. So yeah. And oh, Chase, Chase Elliott, I'm going to go back up. Chase Elliott came in 13th and he's a notable because he had a crazy day. Like it was a rough day for Chase, but he managed to finish on a lead lap. So going to give him a shout out for that. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I just kind of feel like, well, oh, before we jump into anything, I'm going to read a couple of polls that we posted on the Twitter. Is that okay with everybody? Absolutely. Go for it. Absolutely. Okay. So the first poll we posted was, we simply asked the question, we are racing. Who you got? Who is your pick to win today's race at Las Vegas Motor Speedway? Retweet, share, like, and comment below with your pick. Hashtag Pennzoil 400. Clearly, I should have read this poll before I gave you the top 10. I think that would have made a little bit more sense, but I didn't. So tough. <laughs> okay. So 12.12% <laughs> of the voters said a first time winner. 12.2% said a Bush brother. 24.4% said a Penske driver. And 51.2% said other. So I guess it's safe to say that 52.2% of the voters, which is just a snidget over half, were right. Because there was no first-time winner. A Bush brother did not win, nor did a Penske driver. They were on the money. Our other poll, and I guess before I read this poll, I'll just ask you guys, did you enjoy the race? Yeah, I'll, I'll say it right out the gate. Honestly, that race was actually very entertaining from green to checker honestly um obviously always with how things are now a restart is pretty crazy but the thing that was very interesting to me was even after the restart especially that top 10 and they stayed with within each other all all together so to speak they raced well It, it was so entertaining and i mean just to boot we had 27 different lead changes so, I mean, 27 lead changes. So that was pretty interesting to see different guys mix it up. And some people try to play the strategy game. Like Michael McDowell, obviously, is in the playoffs. So he had nothing to lose coming into the second stage where he tried to stay out just to see if he might have gotten a caution before it. He almost did it, but it just didn't work out for him. But hey, guess what? When you make the playoffs early on before we have 23 more races until that, you can take those type of gambles, and they were able to do that. And even when you bring it up the 17th place, they did fine for that, honestly. that That's a fine day for that team. So, yeah, I enjoyed it. I thought it was some pretty great racing, like, all in all. And, yeah, that that's my sum up of Vegas so far. Yeah, Kenny, you know what? I'm, I'm going to agree with that, and I'm going to add to this, too, as well. I thought one of the, the great things about today's race was the flip-flopping of the, the lead of changes that were going on. And it's always nice to see the lead changes going like that from different, from several different drivers and not just like the, the, the same one dominating. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, it, you know, it's always nice to see like someone dominate a race to a certain extent. But when you see like different lead changes like that, it lets you know that everybody is, and anybody can win this race. And adding to the, the, the McDowell thing, you know, you, you are absolutely correct, you know, uh, and especially for a, um, a driver like McDowell who, who gets their win really early in the season. It does allow for you to be able to, to make moves and be a little risque on the track. I think it's fantastic because what you basically do is, is that driver 
puts himself in a position where he's just playing with house money, if you will. He doesn't have to worry about, well, you know what, I got to make these playoffs, you know, I haven't been in the playoffs forever. But, you know, the fact that Michael McDowell, like, you know, solidified his place in the playoffs really early in in this in, in this season already, I love it. I think it's fantastic. And then, uh, I mean, the fact that he killed, and I know he only came in 17th place this time around, but it's still top 20, and that's still really good for, for uh, Michael McDowell. And, and I guarantee you that you're going to see more of Michael McDowell probably th- throughout this entire season. Maybe not, even if he doesn't win another race. I guarantee you he'll be at least in the top 15, top 10, uh, many a times to come this year. And you got to make those points count. I think this year, absolutely, absolutely, we, we got four different winners so far. So there is a, a ways to go in the regular season. But I think the thing you have to also consider where we've seen in the past couple of years is people just getting on points. This could be potentially... With four spots already taken, you've only got 12 left, and I could definitely see us having an, another set of winners. You may have to do a little bit more than that. It may even come down to the point where you have to have another win just to make it. There could be. It, it's a possibility that we could get somebody outside of the playoffs, even with a win. Like If it comes down to it, if Michael McDowell somehow has a awful remainder of the season, and then there's a couple guys who also win, if we get into the threshold of 13 more winners... That means he could potentially be out or out on points. So it, it can get crazy like that. So maybe we'll continue to see that. But yeah, it was a very interesting race and you had a lot of strategies mixed up. And that is the one thing I do like about half miles is when you mix strategy and you have different looks, comers and goers. That's how it should be. All I'm going to say to what you guys just both said, I want to see more Batty D. <laughs> <laughs> okay i'm with you tam i like maddie d i want to see more maddie d as well can maddie d win a damn race damn it i think he can honestly i i honestly think he can it, i don't know where it's going to come at if it is a talladega which is not far away from now or somewhere else i don't know maybe atlanta is another spot as well he's not too bad there either so yeah I, we'll see I, i'm gonna tell you on a side note now i i my friend Brooke, she she's never like really watched NASCAR or, or even watched a race or whatever. But I can tell you on a side note, last year she was watching one race, and the one race what she was watching was when Maddie D almost pulled that win off. Was it, <laughs> what race was that, Kenny? Talladega. Uh, Denny yeah, took it away it from Talladega. again. <laughs> right. And so okay, remember remember when when Maddie D got kind of emotional at the end because I mean, and rightfully so. But she was like, I don't know who this guy is. She goes, but I love this guy. She goes, and I feel so sorry for him. She goes, I just want him to win. She goes, so <laughs> I, I, she goes when you do your podcast and, and you do your picks, can you just vote for Maddie D every single day? I was like, no, we're not. I'm not going to do that. I said, but I'll, I'll let you do it off the record. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to be NASCAR for him. Once we teach yeah. her, she won't be voting for Maddie D every oh, week. Let me tell you. <laughs> well, uh, she's never been to a NASCAR race ever in her life. So, but I will tell you this: she is a Matt De Benedetto fan, uh, just hands down. So, Matt De Benedetto, if you ever listen to this podcast, I'm telling you, Brooke is a huge fan of yours. <laughs> hey, I hope he gets that. I hope he does get that one win. It honestly, I do too. It I it would be too. historic. That's the other thing. It would be a historic day. And he's such a great guy, right? Yes. It's like, like, what? come on. People like him. He's a likable guy. That win would be number 100 for the Wood Brothers. 
So that will be incredibly significant for one wow, of the. Wow, I didn't even realize. Yeah. That oh my god. Yeah, so that would be a huge win, but you know we got a long way to go. Even though these first four weeks have flown by, but before you know it, we'll be talking playoffs for real. <laughs> well, hey, look how this year has started already. So you know what? Maybe it is in the cards for Matty D this year. You never know. Maybe so. Kenny, how many wins does Hendrick Motorsports have? Oof. Oof. Wow. Man, they have to be, they got to be plus 200 club at this point in time. They have to be. And if Penske? If you give me just once. Penske, not sure off the top of my head. You got to give me one second. Yeah, because I feel like they just got like a landmark win. But while Kenny is looking up Hendrick and Penske's win record, I'm just going to tell you guys really quick about the poll we ran because, you know, we love a good poll on Twitter. We asked the party people on Twitter. I don't know if it's an ask. Well, we did ask, but we started by making a statement. We said there are 85 laps left in the race at Las Vegas. We have to ask because we have to ask. Are you enjoying the race so far? Hashtag Penzol 400, hashtag NASCAR. 74.2% said it's good. 25.8% said it could be better. And this goes to my point about not being able to please NASCAR folks, because in all honesty, what could have been better? Honestly, I don't know. I Shoot. And again, it wasn't like one of those races that was like, oh my God, I'm going to talk about it five years from now (laughs) but it wasn't a bad race i don't know i saw a lot of people that (laughs) seem to be happy obviously just like you can't please everybody no matter what but i don't know i i thought that was fine for las vegas to be quite frank i i don't know what more you could want out of that but hey you know whatever that small percentage has to say I hope right, I right. hope you find peace. I hope you have, find happiness in your new week because I don't know what will do it for you. <laughs> I'm so serious. Like, I just don't know. <laughs> so I, I just wanted to say shout out to Tuskegee, which is Kenny's alma mater. I mentioned yes, earlier that the NBA All-Star Game is on. We're actually recording this podcast on Sunday. You probably won't hear it till Wednesday morning, but we are recording on Sunday during the All-Star game. So the NBA actually gave tribute to the HBCUs. And if you don't know, HBCU stands for Historically Black Universities and Colleges. HBCU, so colleges and universities. I said that backwards. And Kenny actually graduated from Tuskegee, which is a historical black college. So just wanted to acknowledge Kenny because I know how much he loves his alma mater, Tuskegee, and just wanted to give him a shout out. Once Kenny tells us these stats, we are going to move on to some predictions. So Kenny, do you know how many wins Pinsky and Hendrick have? Did you find that information yet? I did find that information. Okay, go ahead. Also, appreciate the shout out. I just want to say that real quick. Appreciate the shout out. Shout out to all my Tuskegee graduates. Shout out to my Golden Tigers. <laughs> but <laughs> Hendrick Motorsports, they've got 265 wins in total. I believe that includes today. And Penske has 125. And just for those out there on the super, super duper technicality, 
All those wins are from Cup. That is what I'm I'm stating. All Cup wins. <laughs> I thought it was already established we only talk about Cup on this podcast. Although, you got to make sure. <laughs> okay. Well, be, although we only talk about Cup, I well, we do occasionally talk about Xfinity and Truck. And today is one of those occasions. The Truck Series. I tuned in. I'm not a huge... I got things to do. I don't have time to watch Truck, Xfinity, ARCA, Cup, IMSA, <laughs> Motor GP, Formula One, IndyCar. I got things to do. But I do keep up here and there. No, I can't tell you every driver in Xfinity are trucks. I definitely can only tell you maybe a handful of drivers in ARCA. But I tune in from time to time. I tuned into the truck race over the weekend and I was like, wait. Why is Camping World sponsoring half of the trucks? That's not a good sign for the truck series when Camping World, who's the title sponsor, is actually sponsoring 15 or what was it, 11? It, it was a lot. I don't know. But I was the like, 12, oh my 12, God. I believe. Yeah, I was like, is it time for NASCAR to get rid of the truck series? And I know. You diehard NASCAR fans, calm down. It's just a question. You know, it it seems like there's a struggle with sponsorship. And if you have no money, how does everything stay afloat? Maybe you do away with the feeder series because I feel like the Xfinity is the feeder to Cup. So maybe you do away with trucks and take that money and that sponsorship from Camping World and pour more into Xfinity. But that's just my thought. Kenny, if you wanted to add anything, Renee, or we can go into predictions, you know, just a thought. I'm thinking out loud. It's probably only a handful of those guys that could ever make that jump if it was like that, honestly. But I think also what kind of made of a, a little bit of a damper on the truck series this year was they had a couple schedule changes. And a lot of things didn't line up with things. Like an example with the Daytona Road Course, it wasn't supposed to be that way. The trucks actually were supposed to have a little bit more time off. So if you got a sponsor, you had a sponsor for Vegas. And it was the same thing with Daytona. So they're kind of like all either in a hole or they or like an example, like Matt Crafton, who was pretty much sponsored throughout the entire year, which is rare these days across all three series. They had that kind of deal happen. But yeah, I mean, I guess the great fortune is to have someone like Marcus Lemonis, who is almost like how Arca is to Menard. It's almost the same thing. So yeah, they had that fortune and it was very interesting. But I will tell you one thing in Las, at least in Las Vegas, you could have took a gamble out of at least one of those trucks. You might have won some money just by picking one of them, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> but that, that would have been a funny story just to see one of them win the race or they're both battling for the lead, like two of them. It, it would have been so interesting. But I will say, if you don't watch the truck series for my fans that don't, Las Vegas is one of the better races every single year. It's balls to the walls. <laughs> Drafting, if you like super speedway races, it damn near mirrors that in a nutshell at a one and a half mile track. It's crazy from green flag to finish. But yeah, shout out John Hunter Nemechek for taking it. Uh, checker flag this weekend okay. and your boy aj won as well I forgot to mention that your boy oh, aj yeah. won on saturday aj dinger we talked about him yeah. in the clubhouse room because one of our guests on clubhouse i'm not gonna go into the whole conversation just be in the next room the next time and again that's nascar talk 
with the period on Clubhouse. But yeah, he has some thoughts about AJ and I have some thoughts. You guys know I love AJ Dinger, but I wanted to point out the fact that AJ is winning, but it's in the lore series. So to revisit all that conversation, but it was a great conversation. Let's jump into some predictions. Let me clear my throat. <laughs> Let me clear my throat. Uh-oh, you're the singer to, this week. Last week, it was me. This week, it's Renee. But yeah. that that song, when yeah. I lived in New York, it was it always stayed in your head. Let me clear my throat. Let me clear my throat. Y'all remember that? Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Mercy. Uh, okay, so here we go. It is time for some predictions. Renee, who you got? <laughs> it's time for race predictions. All right, so here we go. We're in Phoenix. Uh, is that correct? That is. Yes. All right, so here we go. We are in Phoenix, Arizona. All right, so uh, let's see. It's one of my uh, uh, personal favorite tracks myself, actually, to tell you the truth. So what we're going to do is I'm going to uh, I'm going to stick with my mentality of what I was on last week. I think we're going to start seeing some of the uh, veteran heads that we normally see in the winner's circle. I think we're going to see a little bit of that this weekend coming up in Phoenix. My pick to win this weekend is, you know what? I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin. Don't ask me why. I, I just feel a Denny Hamlin thing coming on. So I'm going to go with Denny Hamlin as my winner. Now, my alternative pick might be a little surprising, but uh, I'm going to go with uh, uh, William Byron on this one. Now, so my, my real pick to win the race is Denny Hamlin, and my alternative pick is going to be William Byron. What say you, Mr. Kenny? All right, so we're going to break it down just a little bit differently. Normally, Tam does your last 10 winners of the race that we're going to next or the history lesson. I haven't but given time, a history lesson in forever, Kenny, so I'm glad that you're reviving it. <laughs> hey, look, it's, it's all good. Listen, listen we're going we go. we to make it work. <laughs> so I'm going to give you guys the last 10 winners in the spring, to be specific, again, for the technical folks out there. So, going back at least 10 races, that goes back to 2011, which is crazy to think. So, back in 2011, Jeff Gordon took it home. 2012 was Denny Hamlin. 2013 was Carl Edwards. And 2014 through 2016, Happy Harvick was the man and was the man to beat at Phoenix. Then in 2017, Ryan Newman broke that. And in 2018, again, Kevin Harvick, 2019, Kyle Busch, and last year's spring winner was Joey Logano. So, Joey. Yeah. Joey, Joey's not too bad at Phoenix. He's a pretty good driver at the one mile track. Not really sure if you call it a short track or intermediate track. Not getting into that debate today. But for me, <laughs> I'm actually going to go with a little bit of normalcy again. I'm going to say it again this week. A little bit of normalcy. I'm going to go with Kevin Harvick who obviously has been dominant at Phoenix in most of his career. That's going to be my main pick. And then for my alternative pick, I am actually going to go with Denny Hamlin. Seems like he's due for a win there in the spring. Last spring win came back in 2012. So I think he can do it again. So I'm going with the end quote older guys. Those are my picks. I'm sticking to them. What say you, Miss Tam? I'm going to keep it real simple. I already had my two picks before Renee opened his mouth and before Kenny 
read us the history lesson. <laughs> so ironically, oh Kenny and I have the same picks, but just in reverse order. You already know. I'm going to let you guys speak for me. Who is my pick to win? Denny Hamlin. Okay. Yeah. And my alternative <laughs> is Kevin Harvick. And it has nothing to do with Kenny reading the history lesson, but it has everything <laughs> to do with history because it was already in my mind that I was going to go with Harvick because I know how great Harvick is at Phoenix. And with yep. us running earlier in the year at Phoenix and the fact that Harvick has not won a race yet. This is the week that he is about to go on a tear and show the young folks that he is still there. And this, if you guys can hear the excitement in my voice, it goes back to the conversation that we had on Clubhouse Mm -hmm. when the guy, there was the debate about 40-year-old drivers, yaddy, yaddy, yaddy. Hamlin and Harvick, boom. Well, there you go. Boom it is. Those are our picks. What say you, fans of All Turns No Breaks, or just fans in general of NASCAR? If you got a pick and you, you want to let us know who you think is going to win this weekend in Phoenix, let us know. Hit us up on our social media across the board, at Turns No Breaks. Again, that's across the board, at Turns No Breaks. And again, for Kenny, myself, and the beautiful Miss Tam. We say thank you for supporting All Turns No Breaks, and we'll see you again next week on another episode of All Turns No Breaks. I hope somebody get a 50 on this dunk contest. I don't know who it's going to be. I'm going with Anfrey Simmons. I don't know who y'all picks going to be for the dunk contest, but I'm out. <laughs> Kenny, stop thinking like me, because I was about to say, who are all these guys in a dunk contest? <laughs> <laughs> Bye-bye. Thanks so much for tuning in. 